To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a pair of palm trees somewhere on the coast of the Caribbean Sea comes to us from a friend's recent trip to sunny Puerto Rico earlier this month. This photo reminded me of the saying, two for Tuesday, and thus I thought it was a nice pick for a symbolic representation for the second day of the week, uh, the work week, anyway. Um, my morning Bible study has me also thinking in twos today, so it seemed all the more fitting to use it. Not long ago, I decided to begin a slow but deliberate study of the Bible using the New American Standard Version and John MacArthur's commentary, beginning in Genesis and Psalms. It's been a rewarding walk through the scriptures so far, and I find it amazing that no matter how many times I read the Bible, I always discover something new. I'm currently in Exodus, and yesterday, the, uh, yesterday read the account of when the nation of Israel decided to create a golden calf and worship it when Moses had been away too long. They had obviously forgotten about agreeing to obey God's instructions against idolatry. And when Moses was away, the nation of Israel did rise up and play. But those who rebelled against God's law quickly learned the error of their ways when Moses returned. God's wrath was poured out through the Levites, and about 3,000 people were summarily put to death. The consequences of their sin and rebellion was, immediate, was an immediate and bloody death. I am glad we don't live in Old Testament times and have been covered by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, today I read Exodus 33, the morning after. While God had chosen Israel to be his people, and they were yet to go to the Promised Land, after Golden Calf Day, God rightly directed the people to leave the scene of the crime and to move forward and to move on. The ones who were left had been given mercy, and God was going to be true to his promises that he had made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would have their descendants become a great nation. But God was not happy. In Exodus 33, he commands the people to move along, but he sends his angel to guide them, and states that he will not go up in their midst as he did previously, because they were an obstinate people, and the Lord said that he might destroy them on the way. It reminded me of a family vacation where the kids acted badly and got in trouble, but the vacation must go on. But the parents were more than a little miffed at their ungrateful children. Moses still had God's favor and was directed to erect his tent outside of the camp and where God would meet him and speak with Moses face to face to direct their path. But God kept the rest of the people on the outs. Moses interceded for the people, though, and confronted the Lord, stating that he had been directed to lead God's people to bring them into the promised land, but Moses knew that he wasn't going anywhere without God, saying in Exodus 33:15 and 16, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. From For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us, so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? Because Moses had found favor in God's sight and been known by God by name, God put his anger aside, 
agreed to go with Moses and his people, and even showed Moses the glory of his manifest presence as Moses stayed in a protective cleft in a rock as God walked by. Like the nation of Israel, we can fall into sin and feel that God is no longer with us. We can feel that we have been separated from his presence and just go our own way. I have unfortunately known several Christians who have attended church services regularly and served the Lord in various capacities, only to seemingly disappear from God's fellowship because of personal sin or interpersonal problems with other members of the church. And I can understand how someone could become disillusioned because of their perceived failure or decide to leave a church because of interpersonal problems or perceived slights with other church members. But what I can understand is how Christians who enthusiastically worship the Lord and served him could just walk away completely from any body of believers. Uh, the ones I have seen depart seem to be so hurt and angry that they not only break fellowship with the church they attended, they seem to leave the fellowship of the Lord altogether because they fall deep into their sin or just end up outside of God's camp by choosing to not go to any church at all. Unfortunately, the attempts I've made in the past to encourage these hurt and wandering sheep back into the fold have all failed. They refuse to come back into, into relationship with the body of Christ and, based on my observations, seem to abandon all but lip service to their God. If indeed their confession of faith has had been genuine, I know that I will see them again in eternity. But the passages in the Bible that state that we are to endure in our faith make me shiver at the thought that these people may have been close to the kingdom of God, but have chosen to go their own way on a road that will lead to their destruction. The lesson I've learned from my up-and-down journey of faith is that like Moses, come what may, I am not going anywhere without the Lord's presence. These wandering sheep are a cautionary tale to me. I see them from time to time, and there seems to be something missing. It seems as though they have lost a loved one, and I guess they have. Uh, their decision to separate from the herd and isolate has resulted in their on-fire faith to cool off, and for, for their countenance to fall. They seem to have lost their hope. So as for me, as I invariably will make mistakes and will prove to myself that I still have quite a bit of work to do on maturing in my faith, I remind myself of the ones who have walked away and how they seem to have lost their joy and peace. Like Moses, I am not going anywhere without the Lord's presence in my life. He is the giver of life, and when we abide in his presence, we truly live. So keep walking and talking with God. If you see some lost sheep or prodigals along the way, let them know that they are missed and that they can always come back home. Let them know that God isn't mad at them and that as they have been forgiven, they too should forgive those who have sinned against them. In God's presence, we can find the patience to deal with difficult people. We can find the power to overcome our besetting sins and we can find the rest we so desperately need. So let God know that you are not going anywhere without him, because you know that he will show you the way that leads to an abundant life here on earth, and that he will also lead, uh, lead you to experience his magnificent glory in eternity. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. 
This morning's meditation verse is um, Hebrews 4.16, and it says, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Today's Bible verse reminds us that we can come boldly before the Lord and will receive his mercy and grace to help us when we need it most. Unlike the nation of Israel, we don't need Moses, Mary, or anyone else to intercede for us. God has called us into a personal relationship with him through his Son. When we receive Christ as Lord and Savior, we receive the Holy Spirit who makes us alive spiritually. From the moment we first place our faith in Christ, we are given an intimate fellowship with God through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. We have a spirit-to-spirit -spirit connection with God that doesn't require anyone to talk on our behalf. It's, walk, it's walking and talking with God, not walking and talking with God through Moses, Mary, or the saints. So, come boldly before the throne of grace by directly talking with your Heavenly Father. God hears our prayers and will help us to overcome the difficulties of this life one way or another. God cares about us, and he will help us. But to find God's help, we have to seek him. To receive his help, we have to ask for it. To enjoy his presence, we have to boldly come before the throne of grace and then decide to abide in the Lord's presence and to not make a move without him. As always, I invite all to go to the... Uh, mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today, we continue to share from June Hunt's Overeating, Freedom from Food Fixation. And today's section is are the steps to solution. And so um, you can read about, uh, there's a little bit of testimony about Mandisa, uh, the, the Christian singer, and uh, there's a key verse to memorize. So, um, go to MT for Christ to see that resource, and uh, if you want the resource in its entirety, just email me at mtforchrist. Uh, well, mtforchrist247 at gmail.com. Uh, we encourage that following the Lord on the path of Christian discipleship. So, we share our discipleship classes on the podcast. We share uh, the classes we taught in 2021 for Victory Over the Darkness, The Bondage Breaker, and Freedom in Christ. Um, which are all based on the Word of God and the work of Dr. Neil Anderson. So if you'd like to step onto the path of this Christian discipleship, those, those classes are available for your listening enjoyment. And uh, if you'd like the printed materials for those classes, you can email me at mtforchrist247 at gmail.com. Um, like I said today, um, I share a little bit from my Bible study this morning. That, why? Because we, we study the Bible um, a little bit every day. Um, because it's the Word uh, that gets, gives us life. It's the Word that renews our mind. And uh, so we encourage Bible study. And we do that on the podcast by sharing our Bible study discussions that we have with Arthur and Suzanne and Sincati each week. Um, so if you'd like to sit in uh, and listen to our Bible study discussions, you would just search on the uh, on the podcast for Bible study with the Sincatis. Um, they're also available on mtforchrist.org, where you can find the outlines with a link to the podcast. So you can uh, read read the read Arthur's outline and listen to us discuss it uh, each week. Uh, so 
Yeah, I, I know. I don't know if you're one of those hurting or lost sheep who've walked away and are listening to a podcast, but I appreciate your presence here, and I'm glad you found the fellowship of this podcast. Um, you know, you're not alone in your faith, um, and listening to a podcast could probably be, be enough, but I would direct you to step out in your faith and to step into a body of, uh, of believers where you can really grow in your faith, <laughs> where, where you can really learn about patience and forgiveness and, uh, and service to the Lord's kingdom. And, and who knows, they'll probably teach you some of the word of God in, in a good church. Um, yeah, it's got to be a Bible-believing church where the word of God is spoken. So make sure that's a, a prerequisite for a church you go to. And if you're, uh, if you're currently going to a church, just thank the people that, you know, each week, thank the people for coming and, and going. Um, let them know you appreciate their presence there because something could go wrong and they could walk away. And every person in a seat at church is a good is a good thing. So uh, thank thank the body of Christ for for showing up. And we we all have to show up for work today, right? Um, so let's pray, <laughs> Lord God, Heavenly Father. Thank you for another day in your kingdom. We 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 thank you for for never leaving us or forsaking us and for staying with us even when we step off your path and uh, we know now that uh, the only one that separates us from you is us so lord please encourage us to keep talking and keep walking with you uh, throughout our daily lives um, in your presence uh, we come alive and um, we experience your peace joy and love uh, so encourage us all to, to follow you lord Lord, we pray uh, for everyone listening today that you'd come alongside their prayer request for healing and any other struggles they may have, be it financial or personal. Um, we know that there's healing in you, and uh, we, we, we know that you will help us when we come before your throne. Um, and we ask for it, we seek it, and we abide in your presence. So, Lord, we just pray for the ones who are listening today that you would bless them. Um, we also pray for all of us, myself included, for your Holy Spirit to go before us and to um, to lead us as we go, uh, to, to show us the things we need to see today, um, and to lead us to go into the things we should do. Help us to do the best job we can at our jobs and, and the best job we can with our family, to love them and, and to guide them. Um, Lord, we don't want to we don't want to take a step without you. And we just pray that um, you'll go with us and uh, show us the way every day of our lives. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.